our boss, and we're not talking about him. So there's a whole page about Jesus Christ there that even invite people to accept Jesus in their home. And they can click there, and they, they will have a model of prayer to follow, and they can click there for free resources on how to have devotional, how to have a, a prayer life, and how to connect with the church, how to get baptized. They can find out how to be baptized, and then, of course, how to connect with us. So it's a great tool. Check it out later, nwfchurch.com. So you can also find the bulletin, media, etc., and etc. Anyways, um, thank you for all of you who have been praying for my health. I have a, I had an inner ear infection that put me in bed for a couple of days and also made me take some weeks off, and now I'm back. Thank you for that. For those of you who doesn't know what is an inner ear, inner ear infection, I never heard of it in Argentina. Um, it's crazy. I mean, you get vertigo, you get uh, lightheaded and everything, dizziness. So it was tough, but uh, the Lord is good. Thank you for those who have been praying for me. And I, ha- and I can see his hand on me. I mean, on Google, I try, you know that sometimes you get sick and the worst thing that you can do <laughs> is trying to Google what you have. Okay. That will scare you to death. Don't do it. <laughs> Go to the doctor. So, but of course, like, 99% of people, I did that. I went to Google and said, okay, Google, what is an inner ear infection? And then I started saying, okay, it can be provoked by a virus. It can be provoked by this and that and a stress or whatever. And I was like, that's funny. I don't have a stressful job. What? And, uh, <laughs> you know, things like that. And, uh, and then I went to the doctor. The doctor said, well, it could take you up to three months to be better for the symptoms to disappear. And this happened to me May 9, and today is May, June 4, and I feel 100%. So, <laughs> that's God's glory, and that, those are your prayers. Thank you. Also today, just like me, I say, well, I don't know if someone said it, but today is Pentecost Sunday. Eh? So, and we are a Pentecostal church, aren't we? Yeah? Look, I can speak in tongues. Hola, ¿cómo están? ¿Todo bien? Bienvenidos a la iglesia. Yeah, we're a Pentecostal church. We believe in the, in the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We believe in His gifts. We believe in, in His power between us. So today is a great day. Can you greet your neighbor and say, Happy Pentecostal? Happy Pentecostal day. Happy Pentecostal Sunday, eh? Amen. Pastor Roy have taken a, a week off. He'll be back this week. Don't worry. Uh, we miss him, right? Right? Yeah, we do. We miss him. And also, thank you for those who have been praying for us in our, in our trip to Stainby. We went there with David Balbona, Kevin uh, Trish, and it was great. It was great to see how the Lord is moving in Stainback, Manitoba. First time for me in Manitoba. Remind me home, flat, you know, humid. And uh, it was fun. It was good. I mean, we, we have seen so many things that we are really excited about what God is bringing to our church and things that God wants to do in, in our church. Also, Pastor Roy and Pastor Merlin, they went there last year to this church renewal weekend. It was great. Could you imagine 5,000 people praying? Oh, yeah. That was amazing. And we, we're, we're talking about a little town, 12,000 people staying back, Manitoba, right? And only God can do that. And we believe that God can do the same here. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Right? It is, it is not about, um, you know, having the right person or having the, the talent to bring people. Because we don't bring people to ourselves. We try to bring people to Jesus. The lower we go, the better. 
right? That's how it works. So we are really excited about what, about what God is bringing to our church. But, well, today is Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost, Pentecost Sunday. Um, today we celebrate with all the Pentecostal churches of the world the day of Pentecost. Today we also celebrate the beginning of the church. Amen? In other words, this is our birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> this is the beginning of the church, day of Pentecost, thousands of years ago. And um, we also celebrate the, the living presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen? Aren't, aren't, aren't you happy that the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you? Yes. Yeah? He lives here, right here. Right here. And nobody can take him away from me. That's amazing. God dwelling inside of us. Oof. That's what we're celebrating today. So um, I'm really excited about this message and about what the Holy Spirit is going to do today and this morning. But before, why don't we invite the Holy Spirit to come and fill our minds and hearts with his presence. Amen. Please, would you bow down your head and pray with me. Holy Spirit, I recognize you. I recognize your presence here. And I want to, to tell you that I need you. I always do. Always. I want to invite you to come and fill my life with your presence. You're all I want. You're all I need. Come and fill me with your presence one more time. Holy Spirit, we pray that you come. And that you fill our minds, our hearts. With your holy presence. Lord, just like that day... In that house, those 120 people waiting on you, praying in unity, one accord. And they were sitting just like we are. They didn't receive prayer from a famous preacher or apostle or prophet. They were just expecting heaven to show up. And that's what happened. And today we believe that the same can happen to us. We are praying here that you fill our hearts and minds with your presence and that you will outpour your spirit upon us. Holy Spirit, come and fill us. Fill us with your presence. We, you are our desire. You are all we need. We want you. Nothing else. No one else. We want you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I invite you to let the Holy Spirit come. Ask him, Holy Spirit, come and fill me. I need you. You know that I need you. I've been walking this life by myself so long. I felt, I felt, many times I felt in the, mid, in, in the midst of struggles and afflictions and I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know to whom I should talk to. And, and now I know. It have always been about you. And today, Lord, today, Holy Spirit, I want to embrace you. I want to tell you that I'm yours and you're mine. And I want to walk with you. Holy Spirit, come and fill us with peace now. 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 Maybe some of us have been fighting with different crises and difficulties but today you're here in the best place the house of the lord to receive the holy holy spirit thank you thank you holy spirit in jesus name we pray 
Amen. For those of you who have never heard the word Pentecost, or are wondering why we're called Pentecostal, how would you define a Pentecostal? How, what, what do a Pentecostal look like? You know? Any idea? I think what defines, what, what defines us is that we truly believe in the Holy Spirit. That we need to walk in the power, in the authority of the Holy Spirit. That I can do anything without Him. We can't do anything without Him. He's the source of our joy. He's the source of our peace. Peace, joy, the gifts of the, the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit come from Him. And it doesn't and it, it doesn't come only from heaven, it comes from inside of you. He lives inside of you. You have to acknowledge him. He's inside of you. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to sit beside you, talk to you. That's amazing. We have this greater companion in life, the Holy Spirit. So a Pentecostal or a Pentecostal person would be someone that walks with the Holy Spirit. The word Pentecost from the Greek word meaning fiftieth. Um, sounds like fiftieth. Fiftieth. Okay, that's what it means. Refers both to an important Jewish feast day and the recognized beginning of the New Testament church. This is crazy. You know that the Bible is full of, I don't know, not coincidence, but you you see the divine plan of God there in the Bible. Like, one of the main events, I think the event number one of Israel, besides the Exodus, is when they received the law in Mount, Mount Sinai, right? You know that 50 days after that, after they received the law, what happened? They were going to the promised land. Before they, were, they, they left uh, Egypt, they were brought by God. You know, remember the story? I, probably you, you have watched the movie or, or the, the Disney movie, right? The sea was open. They walked there. And there after 50 days after that event... You know, the Exodus, they received the law. 50 days after. And the law for Israel was everything. They were supposed to live by the law. They were supposed to uh, put the law inside our hearts, inside our minds. Everything was the law. Even, I don't know if you have seen a Jewish person, I mean, an Orthodox, Orthodox uh, Jewish. But in Argentina, we have quite a few. We have even whole neighborhoods full of, you know, Jewish people. And you can see them wearing this, what they call phylacterias. I don't know if that's in English, but they, they, were, they have the word written here right. in some boxes right here. Also here. And also here. And that represents, and they are tied by the lace that goes from this finger. I think this one. That goes all the way here to the heart and connect the mind, connect the, the head. And they have four passages there. You know, one of them is, of course, Exodus. And the other one is Exodus 6. that says, Jema Yisrael. Oh, uh, listen, Israel. Escucha, Israel. Jehová tu Dios uno es. Yahweh, your God, he's one. And then they have to recite and, ha- and, and, and pray these passages every day. And it's important because it is connected. This finger is connected with your heart. You know that? There's a vein that goes directly to your heart. <coughs> Sorry. And it's all symbolism, right? But it's so important. Because I'm thinking about this. The same happens with us and the Holy Spirit. We need to honor God and love God with our heart, with our minds, with our strength. With everything we are. And 
Israel had this exodus, and 50 days later they received the law. God, God, when God takes you out from affliction, He will not let you down in the way out. He will never let you down. He will, he will equip you. He will give you the solution. He will give you the, the wisdom that you need to get out, but also to get out to other place, not be stuck in a desert. You know? That's what happened with Israel. And the same happened to us. The cross was our exodus. The yeah. cross. 50 days after the cross, you know what happened? Pentecost. Yeah. God said it's the time to yeah. show the world what was the spirit of the law. And the spirit of the law is the Holy Spirit. The spirit of truth that yeah. Jesus spoke of in John 14. And he sent the Holy Spirit to the church. 50 days after, just like Israel. That's amazing, right? Yeah. Isn't it? That's amazing. Now the Holy Spirit inside of us. What is the function of the Holy Spirit inside of us? Remind us the Word. Reminds us the promises. Reminds us who we are. Reminds us where we're going. From where the God took us from. That's the function of the Holy Spirit. That's crazy. That's amazing. So we celebrate the Pentecost. As the birthday of the church and the feast of the Holy Spirit. You know that the Holy Spirit doesn't take a day off? Aren't you glad about that? Could you imagine if the Holy Spirit would be like us? <laughs> Waking up late. <laughs> Always busy and say, no, I can't talk to you now. And I'm, I'm going to take four weeks off. Could you imagine four, four days off? I mean, four days without the Holy, without the Holy Spirit? It's impossible. We're Christians. We need Him, right? We need Him every day. We need His life. We need, we need His peace. So that's great. The Holy Spirit doesn't take a day off. And He's constantly working in you for your good. Amen? Always. Even more in the Bible. The Bible talks a lot about the Holy Spirit. Francis Chan says that the Holy Spirit is the, is the forgotten God. We talk a lot about the Father and His love. We talk a lot about Jesus and His work on the cross. But how, how often we talk about the Holy Spirit? You know, how often? And he's the power of God here on earth. So we need to know the Holy Spirit. We need to know who he is. We need to know what he's doing in our lives. We need to invite him to come and fill us. In Ephesians, Apostle Paul, he speaks about the Holy Spirit. And he says that the Holy Spirit is the seal of our salvation. We have been marked. We have been marked spiritually. With the Holy Spirit. When Jesus Christ come back to earth. And he will pick up his church. Right? Amen. How many of you would like to uh, go through a series or a sermon about the second coming? Or the return of Christ? Any of you? That's important. Is, is it important to know about Jesus coming back to earth? Yeah. We were expecting that. Right? Or do, do you think that life is just living here and that's it. Then going to the cemetery. And it's done. No way. Ecclesiastes 3.14 says that we have immortality in our souls. There's, that's the, the imprint of God. Good. Right? So, but when, when Jesus comes back, and, and this is my question, how he will know who are the truly Christians? Huh? How he will know who is saved, who is not saved? What's the difference? How, how, I mean, how you dress? No. If you wear a hat, like Hudson or not? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> if you have hair like Craig or no hair like me, yeah. If you're Hispanic, maybe, oh, you know, 
or Canadian. No, it doesn't, it doesn't count. It doesn't care. Or from Albania, right? Do you think that in heaven we, we, we will have Albanian food? Absolutely, Absolutely right? <laughs> so what's the difference? How he will know? You know how he will know? Who is saved, who is not? Holy Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit, man, 100% sure you're safe. But if you don't know, if you have the Holy Spirit, well, then we have a problem. So today we need to know who is the Holy Spirit and invite Him to come and fill our hearts. Who is the Holy Spirit? Well, first of all, it is necessary that we understand that the Holy Spirit is not a force. How many Star Wars fans are here? <laughs> Star Wars fans, yeah? Caitlin there, Star Wars fan, number one. You know? No, it's, it's not the force. It is not like in Star Wars where you are the Jedi or Yoda and you're trying to call, sum up the force. No, it's not a force. The Holy Spirit is not also an impersonal energy, you know? Like, I'm going to try to do, I don't know, some prayer meditation to charge my batteries, my energy. It's not that. I have to say this because some of us, maybe we don't know who he is. And the Bible shows clearly that he's a person. Hmm? He's a person. We believe in, in the Trinity. One God, three persons. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So the Bible teaches us clearly this. And He's the third person of the Trinity. Let's read the Bible together. John 14, 16, and 17. John 14, 16, and 17. It says, And I will ask the Father, said Jesus, and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Woo! He's our helper. He's here to help you. That's amazing. That's great. I'm going to leave this building knowing that now I have someone that will help me. You know? He will help me today. He will help me tomorrow. He's my helper. He's my advocate. Then it says, Jesus said, The Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept Him because it neither sees Him nor, nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He lives with you and will be in you. It was necessary for Jesus to go to heaven to, to send the Holy Spirit that will live inside of, inside of us. That's crazy. Amazing. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. This, these are some of the functions of the Holy Spirit. He will teach you all things. You need wisdom? You need knowledge? Do you need like a, a good piece of advice? Okay, don't go to your pals or your friends. Go to the best friend of all, the Holy Spirit. He will give you a great piece of advice. You will know for sure what, this, what decision you need, to, you need to make. It says that He will remind us of everything Jesus said. I mean, there's a way of memorizing the whole Bible. Probably there is, but it's quite hard. But we have the Holy Spirit who will put inside your mind the right verses, the right promises that maybe you read just once. But He will bring it to your heart right, right, right there. Maybe you're going through anxiety and he will re remind you of Philippians 4 6. It says, It says, Philippians 4 6. I can do all things. No. <laughs> That's 13. Do, do not be anxious about anything. 
you know. But come before God with thanksgiving and prayer. So he, he or, or he, he, he can also bring Psalm 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Come on. Be still. He will show you. And even you can have a conversation with him, you know. You know what I'm, what I'm doing now? I'm taking a piece of paper in my prayer times. And you, and you know the, the chats back in the day? Chat rooms and stuff? So I, I put my name there. Roger, we, by the way, we learn about this, right? In Steinbach. I put R. And I say, hello, Holy Spirit, how are you? And then I, I wait. And he comes and speaks to me. I'm good, and you? I'm good. What you doing? <laughs> and then I say, Holy Spirit, I need you to, rem- to remind me who I am. Because people have so many expectations about me. And sometimes I get, you know, confused. It's hard. I need you to tell me, again, who I am. And he tells me. He comes and he brings Bible verses and he brings a word to my heart. It is not like I'm talking to a wall. Okay, don't look at me like I'm crazy. Okay? Just talking to the Holy Spirit. He's real. Can you talk to the Holy Spirit too? Yes. Can you? Yeah, it's not crazy. It's crazy that you, don't, that you don't talk to him. That's crazy. That you're not making use of this great privilege that you have of speaking with him. Just like Jesus said. He will live with you and he will be inside of you. When Jesus speaks of the Holy Spirit, he clearly shows us that the Holy Spirit is a person. Therefore, we can talk to him. We can enjoy fellowship with him. We can develop a friendship with him. Isn't this amazing? He, we can be friends with Him. We have the greatest privilege of all. Speak to God directly one on one. That's great. And even though we say that the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. This doesn't mean that because we refer to Him as the third in order. That He is somehow less God than the Father and the Son. No. Both the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit are God. They are equal in glory, authority, power, dominion, honor. And as believers we must recognize them and worship them. The Holy Spirit is God, and today He will demonstrate it by manifesting Himself to you. What are the characteristics of the Holy Spirit? Let's read together the Bible, John 16. John 16, verses 7 to 14. book of John speaks a lot about the Holy Spirit. Jesus took a lot of time to explain, tried to explain to His disciples who was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit that, that He will uh, send to them later on. In verse 7 it says, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Don't you feel that sometimes you are like, Jesus, where are you? Where are you right now? I'm going through this great crisis in my life. And my marriage, or with my children. And Where are you, Jesus? But Jesus knows. And he says here, sometimes it's better that I leave. So you can grow a stronger relationship with the Holy Spirit that's inside of you. He's my spirit, the spirit of truth. Jesus said, I'm the truth. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. They work together for your own good. You have heaven in your favor. Heaven is in your favor. I want you to grasp this. Heaven is in your favor. We will not be shaken. We will not be moved. Heaven is in our favor. 
So then Jesus says, unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove to the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. Right now we see the world and we see that the, the world is confused about what is right, what is wrong. Right? We see this in our schools. We see this in TV. We see this in government. Come on, last night, people jumping out of vans and stabbing other people. I think last week, we, we have a case here in Calgary. A guy in the LRT station in downtown stabbed out a guy out of nothing. We have issues. We have problems. Society needs the Holy Spirit. Needs the Holy Spirit. Canada needs the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. And even more, we the church needs the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes we, we, we try to do things on our own. In our strength. You know? No. We need the Holy Spirit for everything. Then it says, about sin, because people do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer. And about judgment, because, this is great news, the prince of this world, who is Satan, now stands condemned. He is defeated. He is defeated. He can't touch you. He is defeated. Jesus defeated him. And the Holy Spirit in your life is the living proof that he's defeated. That's great. Then it says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But this is also great. Jesus takes us in a personal growth. Sometimes we can, you know, we are just starting. So Jesus goes step by step. Right now you can bear just this. I will let you with this. You do this. But then you want to know more. And Jesus says, wait. Ask the Holy Spirit. All this passage is about the Holy Spirit. Who is a teacher. Who is a guy. Who is a compass for our lives. Then it says, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears. What He hears from who? From God the Father and Jesus. And he will tell you what is yet to come. Jesus is here to fix your past. And the Holy Spirit is here to fix your future. He will tell you what is yet to come. So you can be prepared. How he will tell me about my future. In your personal devotional. In your personal time with him. I believe in the spirit of prophecy. And I believe the spirit of prophecy is here in the church. I believe that while we are here together, we can receive a word of encouragement for other people, for other brothers and sisters. And the Lord can use you. It is not about a pastor. It's not about a leader. It's about you. It's about the church. It's about all together, all of us. That's why 1 Corinthians 14 speaks about prophecy. And Apostle Paul had to set up some rules for the, the church in Corinth, which was not a perfect church, Right? Are we perfect? Come on. No. We are not perfect. We have many mistakes. We commit many mistakes. We, we lack a lot of things. But one thing that I don't want to lack before God is hope. Love. And faith. Just like Paul says in 1 Corinthians. And then Paul says to, first, to the church in Corinth. He said, when you prophesy, do it. But in order. You know, when you come out with a word for some, someone, 
do it in order. But it was great. And we have the same spirit in us today. So if you're, if you're, you're going through a problem or whatever, what do you need to do? Pray. The Holy Spirit will show you what is yet to come. And he will remind you of the promises of God. And he will take you by the hand and he will bring victory to your life. Amen. You believe it? Amen. Verse 14, last one. He will glorify me. Wow. I, I want to be, I mean, this is great. The Holy Spirit, he doesn't try to receive the glory. He glorifies Jesus. I mean, that's humility, right? He, I mean, he's, he, he, he's the one working right now in me, on earth. Just as Jesus is working for me in heaven, he's my lawyer in heaven, you know. He defends my cause before the Father. But here, the Holy Spirit is working in me. And he doesn't try to get the glory, but he points out everything to Jesus. Humility. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. Jesus said that in order for us to reach the fulfillment of God's purpose for our lives, it was necessary for him to ascend again to the presence of the Father and for the Holy Spirit to descend. We desperately need the Holy Spirit operating in our lives. Do you agree with me? And just as the first coming of Jesus to earth marked and divided the history of men, the coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, a day like this, marked the history of the church. You don't need moral therapy or drugs to escape from anxiety and depression. You need the Holy Spirit. You don't need money or material richness to feel complete. You need the Holy Spirit. You don't need fame or human recognition to feel good about yourself or victimize yourself. No, you need the Holy Spirit. That's who you need. That's who I need. So let me share with you other characteristics of the Holy Spirit. Number one, it is good for us to have His presence in our life. It was more convenient for Jesus to leave and for the Holy Spirit to come. He should be our number one priority. Let me make a simple for you. Without Him, you run the risk of living an empty life without hope and full of failures. Without the Holy Spirit. It's a high risk. That's why we need Him. Number two is the Holy Spirit who brings to us conviction of sin. I mean, people out there, they live as they want. They're full of pride. Just like, like we used to. But one day the Holy Spirit knock, knock on our doors and say, Here I am. I'm, I'm going to bring you to Jesus. You have to know that you are full of sin. That if you continue living like this, you will die. And you will go to hell. An eternity without God. That if you continue without acknowledging God in your life, you are just walking towards failure. Walking towards hell. That the enemy wants to grasp on you and he wants to hold you down and he wants to bring death to you, to your children. He will want to take your life because he knows if he takes your life, he will take the life of your children. And he will abort future generations of leaders, future generations of pastors, future generations of missionaries and men and women of God. That's what the enemy is after you. Yeah. Not after you because, well, you are the big thing. After you because there are people that depend on you. But here comes the Holy Spirit and say, I'm here to, 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 to be inside of you, to protect you. I'm going to put a shield, the shield of my presence around you. And the enemy will not be able to touch you. Apostle John speaks about this in 1 John chapter 4. He can't touch us. The enemy is defeated. 
Because we are children of God and we have been sealed. We have a seal inside of us that says God's property. Do not touch. That's why it's so important. He's our guide. The Holy Spirit guides us to walk in the truth. We must learn to walk with Him. To have fellowship with Him. And here's the secret, my friend, to a life of success and good decisions. Listen to the Holy Spirit. And obey Him. Quite simple. Listen and obey. They're the same rules that we are showing Zoe. Zoe, listen and obey. Not only listen, also obey. Isn't it funny how God reveals to us, in, you know, about you know, how we should develop our faith and how we should live our Christian life? You know, using the example of a parent, a dad, and his son or children. Yeah, he, he does so. All over the Bible, not even in, in the, when Jesus spoke about the prodigal son, but you can see this even with Israel, his children, with us, his children. And the same is with us, listen and obey. Amen? Can you turn to your neighbor and say, listen to obey? Like, you know, a good exhortation, you know, in love. <laughs> listen and obey. Listen to your Father, listen to the Holy Spirit and obey. He gives us power. And this is amazing, the life of Peter. You, you remember Peter, a fisherman? Simple guy. He never attended Bible school, seminary. But oh my gosh, 52 verses of pure theology in book of Acts chapter 3. Chapter 2, sorry. That's crazy. And the effect of that sermon. I mean, I dream we have a sermon like that. <laughs> you know, 3,000 people re- repenting and coming to, to the altar. <laughs> Woof! God, can you do that with me one day? That would be excellent. <laughs> wow, that was crazy. And who did that? Peter? The Holy Spirit. It's all about Him. So He gives you power. The things that you can do. Come on, stop trying. Stop trying to do everything. You can't do everything. You have to let go of control. You, you, you will have to accept that you're broken. That you're weak. You have to bring down the ego, the pride in your life. And that's when, when you, will, you will discover the power of the Holy Spirit. He births us into God's family. He gives us access to the Father. He helps us in prayer. He helps us understand God's word. He develops character in us. He empowers us to minister and serve God in order to fulfill our purpose. So many things. Final point today, how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, I know who He is now. I know what He's doing in my life or, he, or what He wants to do in my life. But how, how can I be filled with the Holy Spirit? You know, how can I be filled with the Holy Spirit? In Acts ch- chapter 1, verse 4 to 5, Acts 1, 4 to 5, it says, On one occasion while He was eating with them, Jesus, He gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem. By the way, for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will baptize with the Holy Spirit. This experience is not only for them, it's also for us. It's for all believers. But the Bible also speaks about, you know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the filling. You know, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And both are different events. Number one, we have the baptism with the Holy Spirit. It's when the Holy Spirit comes and baptizes you, immerses you into His presence. You know, and then you are being baptized there. It can happen at any moment. I went to an encounter one day in Argentina 
we were around 60 guys. Three days looking, searching for God, uh, confessing our sins, you know, coming in repentance before Him, everything. Day, day two, a, a couple of guys already received the Holy Spirit. They were speaking in tongues, they were prophesying, they were doing a lot of things. And I was just looking. Day three, the encounter was about to be over, right? So day three, I was there in the morning. It was the last uh, session. And I was like, Holy Spirit, where are you? Why are you baptizing these guys and not me? Is something running me? <laughs> you know? And then nothing happened. They, they called everybody to the altar to receive the Holy Spirit one more time. Nothing happened. And I was broken. I was like, this, this is so unfair. I'm so mad at you. I don't get it. I'm here. I'm trying to... I know that I'm not perfect, right? I was back then. I was like 18. Not perfect. A lot of sin in my life. <laughs> a lot of bad things. I'm not perfect. But I love you. And I want you. So, could you please come? We were praying nothing. It was over. The encounter was over. Everybody speaking in tongues. Basha, lala, vele, lolo. Spanish and other tongues, whatever. And praying and jumping. Some, some of them laughing on the floor. And it was, wow, amazing. I was there sitting in a corner. Mad at God. Have you been there? <laughs> Mad at God. Why? Why not me? Then we took the bus. We were going to the church. And I was just sitting beside the window crying. I think that was the first time I cried. Because before, I thought it was like a mantra. You know, during the encounter, I have to say, I invite you to come, 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 I invite you to come. I was like, I, I spent like hours saying the same thing. Nothing happened. I was inside that bus crying. We came to the, to the church service. Everybody was jumping and crazy, just like Hudson there, over there. Uh, and you know, rejoicing the Holy Spirit, you know. It was great to see my friends, my friends actually. I was really happy for them. Having this magnificent experience with the Holy Spirit. And I was there by myself, alone, in the, in the middle of this big crowd, jumping. And I was not jumping. I was not laughing. I was mad. And in one point, in one moment, in, in one song, I don't remember the song. I just remember his presence. He came and dropped on me. Poof. Nobody touched me. Nobody prayed for me. Nobody. I didn't receive any prophetic word from a great prophet or apostle or pastor. He just came. Boom. Slam on the floor. Start laughing. And he said, see, silly? <laughs> you just have to be, stop to be so full of pride, you know? Arrogant. Just humble yourself, just like you did in the bus. And that's what happened. It's a matter of the heart. Your heart needs to be ready. So maybe today, I will try to finish the sermon here. We will pray. And you're like, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, but I don't feel anything. That's all right. It's not about feeling either. That will be good, yeah, if you guys can go. Um, it's not about that. It's about believing. It's about believing. So I want to ask you this. When was the last time you experienced the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life? When was the last time? And do you remember how, how it was? Or maybe you never experienced him. But if you did, 
what did you feel or, or, or receive from him back then? And today we have the opportunity to come before him. There's a couple of things that I would like to tell you, if you allow me. Things or advices. A, a piece of advice on how to approach God and how to receive the Holy Spirit. Number one, be thirsty. Jesus spoke about this. He says in John 7, we're not going to read it, but he said, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within me. And he was speaking of the Holy Spirit. So number one, be thirsty. Are you, thir- are you thirsty? Are you hungry about God? Or when was the last time that you feel like a little bit thirsty at least? Number two, come to the baptizers. And the baptizer is not me. It's not a pastor. It's not a leader. It's Jesus. Number three, take a step of faith. It's about faith. Nicodemus was a guy who knew the whole Bible. And he didn't get it. Jesus said, it's like the wind. Nicodemus, I'm, I'm going to be simple with you. It's just like a wind. comes and goes. But you have to be in the right spot, in the right place, to receive the wind in your face, to feel his breeze. So that's what Jesus wants to take you. He wants to take you to the right place, the right moment. And that is now. We need to desire him. We need to ask him and we need to receive him. Maybe you don't feel like it. You, you don't, you, you're like, I don't have any desire for him. Well, ask him anyways. And the desire will come. And then keep being filled with him. Connect with him every day. Ask other believers to help you. You are not alone. We are a church. We are here to help. We are here, here to walk life together. I invite you to close your eyes where you are. And just look at the Holy Spirit. Look at Him. He's here. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Take this moment while we sing Holy Spirit to pray and ask Him to fill your life, to fill you with His presence. Sunday of 
the month. And what greater, what greatest way it is um, of remembering Jesus than partaking in communion. We just said that we have to come to Jesus, right? The baptizer. And this is the way we will do it today. We will partake together of communion. So take the elements, continue praying, continue praying. And we will enjoy His presence right here. We will be filled with His presence as we partake communion. Come close, nothing can compare. You're our living home, your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of love, but my heart becomes. My shame is undone Your presence Holy Spirit, you are welcome Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere Your glory God is what our hearts long for To be overcome by your presence Lord Your presence Become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us experience the glory of your goodness, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Welcome here. best place Lord what's better than receiving the Holy Spirit the feeling of the Holy Spirit at the Lord's table what's better than that the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 
for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's partake of the bread. same way after supper he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me for whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes let's partake of the cup and I invite you to stand up Let's praise. Let's worship. Let's finish the sermon praying and worshiping God. Saying, Holy Spirit, come. You're welcome. You're welcome here to my heart. You're welcome. Remember, you need to desire Him. And you need to ask. Ask Him to come. And then you, need, you will receive it. Just embrace Him. Receive it. Receive it. And you may ask, how will I know that I have been filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, I can tell you that He that you will build, that you will feel peace, that you will feel you now guidance, a new level of guidance in your life, that you will feel Him working in you, and that other people even will notice something different in you. And He will start working in you. He's always working. Doesn't take a day off. And He's for you. Holy Spirit, come. I pray that you bless us. That you will fill us now with your presence in the name of Jesus. And I, I, I invite you to pray. I invite you to pray. I invite you to pray. Be filled. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled. Be filled. Pray. Be filled. Fill us. Fill me. Peter said to the, to the crippled man, I don't have gold or silver, but what I have, I can give you. Receive your healing. What Peter had, he had the Holy Spirit. That's what you have to. And that's what you need. That's what you have to give to others. The presence of the Holy Spirit. And I invite you to pray and say, Holy Spirit, come. Dwell in me. Fill me. I don't want to leave this place in the same way I came. I want to leave this place empowered in the presence, with the presence of the Holy Spirit. I want to leave this place, this building, knowing, having conviction that you are living within me. That you are working in me. That you will do great things in my life, in my family, in my church, in my community. That I will see your glory day after day. And I will walk from glory to glory. Let me tell you this. The Lord puts this in my heart. He wants to take you to a new glory. He wants to take you to a new level of glory. But you need to leave the past. You need to stop looking at your presence and your difficulties and afflictions. And come to Him. Come to the Holy Spirit where when you dwell with Him, everything is possible. And you will see Him working in you. You will see Him doing miracles. You will see Him 
working in your family, in your children, in your marriage, in this church. There's a renewal, an abhorrent renewal of the Holy Spirit upon you now in the name of Jesus. A renewal, a refreshment of heaven is coming. Refreshment from heaven is coming to you, to your house, to your life. In the name of Jesus. And I invite you to pray. And now, all of us who are in this side, we're going to pray for our brothers in the other side of the alley. Pray. And pray that the Holy Spirit will, will be poured out upon them. Pray. Come on, open your, your mouth. That, Lord, I bless my church. I bless my brothers and sisters. And in the name of Jesus, I declare that the Holy Spirit come now. And fill them with your presence. Fill them with the glory. Fill, fill them, Lord. With, with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Spirit, that they will be able to see you working in their lives, that they will be able to see you doing miracles, working miracles, that they will feel the, the power of the Holy Spirit in their, in their lives, Lord, and that you will take us to a new level, you will take them to a new level, a new level of glory, a new level of service, a new level of ministry. I believe that the Holy Spirit will bring back to life those dreams in your life that were dead he's bringing them back to life because he's the spirit of life and the spirit of truth in the name of jesus hallelujah hallelujah be filled with the holy spirit and now us here in this in this section we want to pray for our brothers over there amen we want to pray that the holy spirit will be will be in them we will come and we'll fill them now in the name of jesus Come on, open your mouth and pray for your brothers. Pray for your sisters. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Hallelujah. Oh. And I receive in the name, and I receive this from God. God is awakening your heart to a new, to, 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 to a new moment, a new stage of your life. He is awakening your heart now. And you will receive visions, you will receive dreams, you will receive prophetic words, prophetic messages from God that will affect your family. I, I, I see in the name of Jesus, family altars being rebuilt right now. Altars of adoration, of praise, of worship in the living rooms, in, the, in, in, in our houses, with our children. And that all starts with, with the fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. Receive it now. Be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to come. As we pray for you, the church pray for you. Ask Him, Lord, Holy Spirit, come and fill me. And fill me. And fill me with your glory. Fill me with your glory. Fill me with your presence. That I may acknowledge you in all my ways. In everything I do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. Holy Spirit, this is your house. You are... You are here. This is your house. Dwell in this house. Dwell in this building. Fill this building. Fill us with your presence, with your glory. May your presence be here, Lord, renewing our hearts, our families, our church. A new time from God. May come now to this place. Now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, come. 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 And feel everything. Feel everything. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now the atmosphere is in your house. The atmosphere in your house is changing. Hmm. 
When you go home today, you will invite the Holy Spirit to come and take care of your house. You will invite Him to come and live with your family. He wants to be a member of your family too. He wants to be part of the decisions that you take with your wife. He wants to be part of how you nurture your children, how you love your children. He wants to teach you how. Hmm. Maybe some people here, some moms have been struggling and they have felt that they are not good enough. That they have missed the mark. That they have not been good mothers. And I'm here to tell you that the Holy Spirit is ministering your heart right now. He's ministering your heart. And He will teach you. He will give you the patience that you need. He will, need, he, he will give you the patience that you need to raise your children in the fear of the Lord. And now, he's, you know what? He's also the healer of our emotions. Yes. Yes. And He's here to touch your heart, Mom. Let me tell you this, Mom. You have been chosen by God. And I declare over your life, Proverbs 31. You, you, from this very moment, you will be a woman of faith. A, a mother that will look at God. And we know that God is at work. That God is with you. You have not failed. This is the time where all the lies of the enemy that have tried to put in your, into your mind... This is the time that all those lies are gone now. They have to leave now. And the Spirit of Truth, the Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit, is coming, Mom, and will fill your mind. He's here to fill your mind with promises and with life. And you will start seeing yourself as a mother who loves God and loves His family, loves His children. And you will share the love of God to your children. And that, fathers, in this house, he's a spirit of vision. Because Jesus said that he will reveal to us this, the things that are still yet to come. I want to speak to the, he to the head of the houses. You need vision. You need to know where God wants to take your family. And you will not get that vision in books. You will not get That's that right. vision That's right. That's right. in courses. In coaching, training, whatever you want to do, business, you will get that vision from heaven. And that vision comes from the Holy Spirit. He will give you the vision for your family, for your children. And I truly believe that healthy families, we, healthy, healthy families, each one of us, when we get together, we, we make this church healthy. Healthy families, healthy church. And you know who's bringing the healing? He has done it already. Now, the Holy Spirit. I break any curse, any affection that have been over you, over your house, over your, your health, over your finances. I break any curse in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm here standing here to give you what I have. I don't have knowledge. I don't have anything. I just have the Holy Spirit. And I'm here to give it to you. Receive it. In Jesus' name. And be filled with Him. So you may walk in authority. 
You may walk in dominion. You may walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. To stand firm till the end. Fight the good battle. And overcome everything through Him. Holy Spirit, we, we love you. We love you, Holy Spirit. And all, your, all the glory, all the glory to the Father, to the Son, and the Holy Spirit who works in us. We praise you. We love you. Come on. Show love to him. Show love to him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Hallelujah. Woo. Amen. If any of you wants to stay and pray, we are here to pray with you. If you want to receive prayer, because you're going through